Um, might move back to you now if we can, please, Michael, and we'll tackle sheep, uh, which is a bit more like the beef story of recent times. It's still going pretty well. It is going very well, Mark, and we've talked about the fact that just about every commodity has done well out of the rain, and the rain in most parts of Australian areas for grain and for cattle as well. You could almost put a case that sheep have done better out of good rain than any of the other main sectors. Why would this be the case? Because good rain right from the start of the year has meant that the ewes were in a better condition than they were obviously over the past couple of years. This has meant that they were healthier right through their pregnancies. They've given birth to healthier lambs. We're going to see heavier weights in lambs as well. We saw better lambing percentages from healthy ewes. At the same time, if you combine these healthy animals and bigger numbers with very good uh, lamb prices and mutton prices as well, well, things, as you say, are very good for the sheep sector as well. One interesting thing, and every time we look at how well things are going, we look to the future, is to look at what's happened in the past with the lamb industry and the sheep industry when meat prices have been very high. We talked about cattle just before, and when those prices get high, they have a habit, particularly over recent years, of staying high for a while. Sheep have the ability, or the sheep industry, to react and try and take advantage of those high prices by pushing supply onto the market. So high prices have in the past often seen a fairly swift reduction after that. In 2019, for example, when we saw lamb prices peak at around the same point they are now, they fell pretty steadily after hitting that peak, down 30% in the next six months. Therefore, what will be interesting to see in the coming months, two, three or four months or so, will we see more lambs coming onto the market than we had expected? And will that start to push prices down, not to bad levels, but just from where they are at the moment? And also with mutton prices being particularly good based on that export demand, particularly Chinese and US demand, are we likely to see a lot of producers seeking to take advantage of that and push them onto the market? So, Price is good at the moment. Let's just see how big the supply is and the impact on price in the next couple of months. Yeah, because in in the flock numbers, they're looking, well, it feels like you could carry a lot more sheep without really impacting price still. Um, but we're not on a consistent rebuild pattern by the look of it yet, are we? I wonder if that's season but now we've had a couple of decent seasons the flock numbers up a little but is it purely about um farmers um you know cashing in on the continuing high prices and not necessarily looking to rebuild significantly it's an interesting one and if we accept that we have close to a steady amount of land that particularly farmers are balancing between sheep, between cropping and between cattle as well. While there is an incentive on, on its own to lift sheep numbers, and we saw them get down to a almost a record low of 64 million in 2020, 64 million head, uh, they're heading back up to around that 68, 69 million at the moment. But if producers are at the same time doing well out of their cattle and doing well out of their grain, and they, they're very good at running sheep, but they are used to the volatility in sheep. Is the incentive not there to lift the flock at, at a drastic rate? Uh, so there are a number of reasons why 
it may see some slight upward growth, but we shouldn't hold our breath waiting for it to rocket up again. No, and even if you consider the 2000s um, period, that first decade, um, sheep really gave way to machinery when it came to the cropping scale phenomenon and um, with money back in cropping that might test some of the mixed farmers. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the other half of sheep, of course, is wool. And um, it's in pretty strong territory, not at its high, but it's certainly um, up from the bottom of recent cycles. Uh, what's going with wool? I see the selling season just sort of kicked off again. Um, what can everyone expect? Absolutely. The selling season took its, its few week break as it does this time of year and came back uh, slightly down on what it was, but still we're, we're well up on where it was about six months ago or so. It is strong and it's a, it's a great relief for producers, wool producers who were worried about where things were six months ago. It is in a way tied to where the sheep meat prices are at the moment because it appears that there is still a lot of wool being held back from market, either withdrawn from sale or sitting in sheds or auction houses because a lot of uh, sheep producers don't have to sell. If they're getting good enough prices for their mutton and good enough prices for their lamb, they can afford to hold back. There are the fundamentals for wool out there. The European winter is always one that we talk about. And as the buyers come back into the market, ready to buy for the, the processing and the manufacture for garments for the European winter, arguably a lot of that has already flowed through the market, but there will still be consumer demand for wool products as countries recover economically from the initial shocks of COVID. So supply reasonably tight, but the market knows it's being held back. Wool is always volatile. And for those of us who've been in the industry for decades, we, we sort of get used to the, these ups and downs as well. So expect a, a supply of wool to stay under the market and cautious optimism once again that it stays there. Two interesting points out of that. Certainly the economy's uh, in the process of recovering for consumers to buy a lot of wool garments but what will be the long-term impact on suits? If the world goes back to working more from home rather to offices, will that have an impact? Although we're seeing people going back to offices in the Northern Hemisphere, in Europe and the US. One other interesting point, and wool growers particularly will identify with this, it has been the impact on skins. For so many wool growers, having skins in your shed has been a, a side part of your business, a small part, but one that's been omnipresent as well. And while skins had gone down to a very low level over the past few years, as synthetic materials competed with skins for shoes, for furniture, for other, for other areas there, on the back of the Goodwill prices, we are finally seeing skin prices go up again. So that'll be a, a nice bit on the side for, for some producers with a few of those in their sheds. Thanks, Michael.